Welcome to the Podcasters Podcast, episode 206. This week, AJ is back to tell us about her experience watching Beauty and the Beast in concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Special thanks goes out to FGP squad member Albert, who also attended the Beauty and the Beast show and sent us a review that you'll hear in this episode. We also talk about checking out the Jedi Training Academy with our kids, and Edna Mode is coming to the parks, but there was a similarity that was brought up in the episode that uh, that we couldn't unsee. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Monorail Red is back, and we predicted nothing. It was nothing like we anticipated, but we're happy that it's back. More info on things that we talk about in this episode are available now at podcateers.com slash 206. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Just search for Podcateers. All of our personal links can be found at podcateers.com slash team. And on YouTube, we're at youtube.com slash podcateers and youtube.com slash Disney42. That's F-O-R-2. Head on over to check out our videos, and if you haven't yet done so, we'd love it if you took a moment to subscribe. Just remember to ring that little bell icon so that YouTube alerts you when new videos are posted. That's a YouTube thing. That's not an us thing. It's a weird YouTube thing. Trust me. I don't know why I was whispering. Uh, it just it, it just felt like, like I had to whisper that to you. Speaking of YouTube, this week we posted a video of Captain Phasma marching around Tomorrowland with the First Order Stormtroopers, if you guys want to check that out. If you shop on Amazon, we have a great way to help the podcast the next time you order something, simply by going to podcateers.com Amazon and clicking on the big old button that you see on that page. Doing so will take you to Amazon using our special link, and anything that you buy during that trip may earn us a small commission from your purchase, uh, it's a great way to support the podcast with only a few extra clicks. And to everyone that's using our link, thank you very much for your support. Also, in case you didn't know, this episode of Podcateers is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our podcast fairy godparents, but they like to call themselves the FGP squad. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can find out more information by going to podcateers.com slash FGP. You can give as little or as much as you want monthly, but if you sign up for a contribution of at least $5 per month, you will also get the exclusive fairy godparent button as a thank you for your support. Also, a huge shout out goes out to the newest member of the FGP squad, Latasha. Thank you so much for your support, Latasha. We really appreciate it. Thank you all for taking a little bit of time to hang out with us today. This is episode 206 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. We're a group of friends that loves Disney, technology, art, food, and more. This is Podcateers. Yeah, I can't talk that. That is from the upcoming Podcateers the Musical. 
which will be performing at the Hollywood Bowl in 2024. Wow. It's a long time. Well, I mean, we want to make sure that we get it right. (laughs) It better be good. Because if Hazen starts singing, he's going to be all parts. (laughs) Word. The movie will be played all by Hazen. (laughs) Uh, Written and directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. (laughs) So keep an eye out for that. Uh, how you guys doing? We're good. good. We're good. AJ, welcome back. Thank you. I know you've had a couple Yay. busy weeks and it's been difficult for you to hop on, so we're happy to have you back. Yeah. Thank you. Good to be good to be back. <laughs> we're uh we are Gavin Liss again. Gavin, I don't know if you guys are following Gavin on social media. If you guys aren't following him, you should be. He has announced that he is officially moving out to California to be closer Yay. to all of us. Yep, moving to the <laughs> best coast. That's right. The west coast. <laughs> because he said he was tired of 14 degree weather in Oklahoma. He says that <laughs> he wanted to be in the super heat of 65 degrees of California. That's right. Just wait until you, he uh, experiences a uh, summer. Oh, yeah. 100 be, degrees he'll, plus. He'll be running back. I think he'll be okay. <laughs> I think he's lived in places that have been that hot. I don't think it's the oh, yeah. heat that's going to get him. I think it's going to be the humidity that's going to make him run for the hills. But we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. <laughs> it's nothing like Florida, so he can't complain. Oh, that's true. It's really bad over there, right? Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it feels he good. Could, he could chew on it. All I know is that mm-hmm. when I finally go to Florida, I want to make sure VJ's with me because I don't want it to start raining. Yeah. VJ's the good luck charm for sure. <laughs> He's like the anti-rain idol. <laughs> we say that now, but watch our next trip. <laughs> We'll see. We'll test that theory out in November again. Yeah. You're going to have to find the equivalent of Floridian Menahune. (laughs) (laughs) So they can help with that. So there was a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, One, AJ, I know you went to the Hollywood Bowl performance of Beauty and the Beast, right? Yes, on Saturday night. Sweet. So I wanted to talk about that because our fairy godparent, Albert, also went to the performance um this weekend was a really long weekend we ended up having family over from arizona and they hadn't been to disneyland since 2005 since 2005 the 50th i was like gasp right (laughs) yeah that is the 50th huh yeah (gasps) late free sorry i'm like drax nothing gets past me yeah (laughs) <laughs> so I, it was really important to try to give them like a really great experience, right? So we were in the park pretty much about, I want to say an hour or so after rope drop. And we stayed until they kicked us out the place. So it was great. Um, there was so a couple of things. Down? We did. Just we closed down, man. You got Trying swept? To get, oh, dude. It, it was great. <laughs> I hadn't done that in a really long time. My feet hate me right now. <laughs> Like, no joke, my watch said we walked a little over nine miles the entire day. That's it? There was a, well, there was a lot of standing because it oh, was okay. super packed. Nothing was under 70 minutes. Uh, some of the attractions got up to 120 minutes wait time. Uh, we had max pass, but they didn't. So for a lot of the stuff, we oh. ended up having couldn't, to wait. Couldn't they just have added it just for the day? Uh, they didn't want to pay the extra 30 bucks for it. I mean, we were able to get general fast passes for them for most of the attractions. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it, there was a few things that uh, we couldn't do while we were there. So they were okay with waiting 
for some of the stuff. Oh, okay, gotcha. One of the things that we ended up doing, which we hadn't done, was the Jedi Training Academy. And, you know, I've seen this happen. I've seen people post about it. But one of our kids wasn't tall enough to do it because there is a height requirement. And a couple of things that I learned about it. One, if you want to sign up for the Jedi Training Academy, you go over to uh, the Jedi uh, to, to the Star launch Wars bay. launch bay. And off by where the restrooms are in that little corner is where the sign-up sheet is. And generally when you sign up, you show up about half an hour before and they give the kids robes. They give them a quick little training. They have a photographer there to take photos of all of them with their lightsabers and their robes, which was super cool. So if you want to concentrate on just recording it, you know, getting a video, there is a, a Disneyland photographer there. And it's not like the general uh, photo pass thing where they give you like a card or they scan your AP. What they do is they have a little slip of paper with the time that your kids did the training academy and just like a lot number. And so what you do is you take that to the camera shop. They look through all of the photos that they took during that session. And you have to sit there and pick out all of the photos that your kid or kids were in. They put it onto a card and then they can put it onto your photo pass. Oh, so wow. kind of, it, it's a little bit of a sloppy process, but I think because there's so many children and they want to get through as many with the training and get through uh, just kind of giving them the rope so that they don't beat each other up with the lightsabers. Mm -hmm. It's a good time saving way of doing it. Right. So for this purpose, I thought it was fairly streamlined with the exception of having to sit there and look through 80 pictures to pick out my kids. The, the entire show was about half an hour. They both had a chance to either fight, uh, well, all three of them, because our niece was also in the show. They all had a chance to fight either Kylo Ren or Darth Vader. Man, I don't normally get like emotional watching these shows, but... It was a little emotional watching all of the kids really, truly believe that they are Jedi Knights, right? Like, they're all into it. They're like, no, get out of my head. And they're like, like screaming all these things at Kylo and Darth Vader. So it was really entertaining watching it. Emotion-wise, it wasn't as bad as, believe it or not, I sat down to also watch Mickey and the Magical Map after that show because they hadn't seen it. So we sat down, watched the entire show. Ah, talk about the feels just kind of running through your face. It's an awesome show. I know. I know. Wait, ah, wait. So good. Time out. Time out. Sorry, I had to Zach Morris that moment right there. Yeah. Have you never seen Mickey and the Magical Map? Uh, I had seen it before, <laughs> but I hadn't really paid all that much attention to it. Like, I remember sitting there and kind of being on my phone. And oh then we God. showed up late. Why? Because we no. showed up late. We showed up uh, after it had already started. And I showed up because there was other people watching it. And so I figured, out oh, I'll just watch the next one. But we never went back to watch the whole show again. Just I just ended up seeing like half of it. And I saw like the second half. But seeing the whole thing all together, I just thought, man, this is a great show. Yeah. Like now I know <laughs> what I've been missing out on. And Tiana will see you all the way in the very back. Really? So, yes. How did she oh, see yeah. you all the way in the back? Um, we all waved at her. That was one time. And the other time we had fans because it was really hot. She came out, we went to church, and she saw us and started, like, waving to us in the back. It was awesome. <laughs> that, so, yeah. I mean, it helps that it's stadium seating, right? 
Yeah. So uh-huh. it's easy for the performers to see, but just the whole, I don't, I mean, I haven't seen uh, other performances, so I don't know exactly what Stitch does, but in the performance that we saw, I mean, is this standard? I'm sure you guys have seen it multiple times, but does Stitch come out and just kind of sit on the floor and he's just really playful, like looking through mm-hmm. the glass and everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it, it was before when it first came out. He like, wasn't in it. Stitch wasn't, uh, wasn't yeah. in it until oh. like, what, two years later? Yeah. And then they Actually, finally was after. It was more recently, like a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yes, re- he's yes, more you're right. recent. Yes. Didn't it come out during you're the right. 60th? Or was it before? No, it came out 2013. Really? Yeah, because I remember that I got tickets uh, through the Disney blog hmm. online. Yeah, it was and, before. Um, yeah, it was 13 or... F- I'm pretty sure it was 13 because I went with my Isha, and then we went to the Expo, D23 Expo, 2013. Oh, oh that's and right. And then was, I met you. That's right, because we... We know Jordan, who's one of the dancers for Mickey and the Magical Map. Yeah, so it was before oh. the 60s. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Stitch didn't come out when he, when it uh, debuted. The yeah. opening date was May 25th, 2013. I just looked it up on, on Wikipedia. Yeah. It was a 24-hour day. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's why I got mm-hmm. it confused, because the 24-hour day. Oh, yeah. And then the 60th, yeah. that was one of, that, that 24-hour day was crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so is that the only addition from the original version? And then Mickey changes. He gets a oh, map, ma- yeah. map maker outfit at the end. At the end, because before oh, he okay. just had the same. Um, yeah. Was sorcerer the sorcerer outfit yeah, throughout the whole thing? He would thing. stay in that outfit. Uh, you know what? Little I... little tweaks here and there, but it's for the most part the same. Pretty much the same, yeah. Are you talking about the outfit that looks like it's part of Tiana's number? At the yeah, end, at the yeah. Oh, end. okay, okay. Where it's like yeah. that orangey, like yeah. steampunk. Yeah. He he looks like he's with the dancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It looked like he was more yeah. a part of the number than anything. Else. Okay, right. All right. Yeah, that was cool. I like the outfit. Uh, I really like Stitch's part. I think my favorite part of the entire show, though, was when they had Mulan, uh, Punzi, yes. and Pocahontas yes. Poca. all yeah. kind of singing. Oh my yeah. god. Yes blew me away so good so i ended up recording the entire show to post on the youtube channel so Mm -hmm. i think by the time that this episode comes out actually no the next video that we're posting is captain phasma's march with the first order in tomorrowland so it the video for making the magical map i think will be next week on the youtube channel it'll be there monday so if you're not subscribed make sure that you guys subscribe youtube.com slash ring the little bell icon for notifications whenever we post new videos but yeah this week captain phasma will be marching on our youtube channel so make sure to check that out uh so yeah those were the two things that i did this weekend that were just so fun it was one of those weekends where i i did my best to not to force myself to do a lot of you know social media a lot of vlogging and all that stuff i didn't take a lot of photos i was doing my best to kind of be in the moment with the kids it paid off i had a lot of fun i mean i was really proud of them for hanging on through the entire day because we got up really early we got home super late but you know i get hangry you know, and I have my moments, so I'm an adult and I can do my best to control myself. So if a kid was able to kind of get halfway there, I'm super proud of my kids. So well done, boys, even though they're yeah. not listening right now. 
<laughs> I kind of feel sorry for your oldest kid. Why? Because he had to wait for his younger brother to be tall so he could go to finally go to the Jedi training school. <laughs> he could have he could have gone first and then gone again because he's older. It's true. He could have, but it was his idea to wait. What? He had a couple of opportunities to do it before that. Mm-hmm. And he said he didn't want to do it without his little brother. Wow. Okay. That's, that's well, I applaud him. If it was me, <laughs> later. I'm totally with you, dude. If it was me and Mario, I'd have been like, late, dude. I'm doing this. I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> hey, why don't you subscribe to my vlog and you can find out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, it was a great afternoon. A few shout outs that I want to do before we move on. Uh, I was uh, being kind of a pest, and I'll tell you about that in just a moment. And so I was being a pest to the cast members that are sitting in the middle of the park, you know, where the time is and they have like the kiosk with the plaids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a little bit of an issue that I needed their help correcting, which was great. I'll tell you about it in a moment. But while I was there, uh, a listener came up to me and said, hey, man, are you Hazen? I said, yes. I feel super ashamed at myself for not asking him for his name. But he was a very nice gentleman. If he's listening, thank you very much for coming up to me. Quick shout out to you. Send us a message on Instagram and then I will give you a proper shout out in the next episode. (laughs) But it was just really nice because uh, one thing that he mentioned to me was that he said that he really liked the new format of the show and that he really enjoyed hearing all of you guys on the podcast. So oh, I just cool. wanted to pass that on. It was really nice to hear. That's very nice. You gave him his $5, right? Uh, I did give him his $5. <laughs> okay, cool. Yes, it worked out perfectly. <laughs> uh, the other shout out is to uh, hopefully brand new listeners, Lee and Dan. We were waiting for uh, Together Forever and we were there just kind of playing heads up. They were waiting themselves, and they kind of joined our group. We just all started talking, all started playing. Super cool people. Told them about the podcast, and hopefully as of this episode, they will start listening. Hopefully they like what they hear, and they'll come back for more episodes and start hearing You know, the archive. From 190 and on is kind of where our new team got established. So if you're interested, go back and start checking out those episodes. That is so cool. Yeah. Shout out to Ellen. <laughs> for making that uh, app <laughs> oh that i know Seriously. it's funny like yeah. you, we've played it in the parks too and it's it's weird like when you're doing disney stuff and you're in the line queue so many people from walt disney world to disneyland people just around you just start joining in yeah. they're like mm-hmm. no yeah. oh, my, oh my god you got 13 that's really good you're like uh, <laughs> like, uh because hi. you're in a disney park it's okay but if you were say at the mall or something be like get away from me get totally. away from me right? who are you dude totally <laughs> but when Let you're in line you it's just like yeah everybody play <laughs> <laughs> two questions about that one what's the highest you guys have ever gotten playing i don't remember i think aj's is like 16 or 17 whoa wow. that's awesome quick. not bragging or anything <laughs> that's it's, it's on a video vlogs. yeah i was just gonna say it's on one of our vlogs where we is it the one where you say guys goodbye play with to Brie? yes we say goodbye oh to aladdin God. i think it's that one is it that one i'm pretty sure because we're in that oh, line and, and then there's people like bj was saying people like randos that we didn't know just kind of like joining in <clears> on the <throat> on the game it's funny <laughs> we're oh, like oh so do cool. you want to play too they're like uh not they're against like, her no 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 it's okay <laughs> What about That's you, Mel? What's your what's your highest? Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't know. 
We're gonna have to Probably do what sixteen. We're gonna have to do one together. <laughs> and we're gonna have to do a podcateers yeah. challenge. We are. Once that Gavin is out, I think it'll be good for all of us to do it. Follow up question: Do you think it's more important to be the person? We had that kind of mini conversation, and we couldn't come up with a, a conclusion because they're both equally important. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. gonna say both. Like you have it's to know. It's a partnership and, yeah. because yeah. the person giving the clues has to know the person well enough to give a clue that oh just one word clue and then they would get it you know yeah it's a combination Mm. of everything yeah Yeah, because some of the stuff i could tell aj and she'll get right away if it's like something that happened in our vacation yeah but her and brie were actually really good together too shout out to our friend brie yeah like she 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 knows how aj thinks too yeah that's awesome yeah, I remember that vlog. You know what? I'm going to post it in the blog post for this episode. So if you guys have not had a chance to see that vlog, go to podcasters.com slash 206 to watch that video. Uh, and if you haven't done so, make sure to hit the subscribe button to the Disney for Two YouTube channel. And again, ring the little bell icon for notifications for whenever they post brand new vlogs. It's man, I, I love that game so much. And everybody was impressed because our youngest was was playing Aww. with us. He was mm-hmm. guessing as we were telling him. I think his highest score at one point was eight or nine. Dang. Good for him. I know. He was blowing <laughs> us away and he was getting some really difficult ones too. Like I think That's the cool. most difficult that we gave him was uh Radiator Springs Racers. And he totally knew it. Oh, really? So, yeah, we were that's, so that's impressed so cool. with him. Just a quick mention on that vlog, though. It may or may not be that vlog that she scores. Because I was, I know you scored really high before, but I don't know if oh, that's yeah. the video that we actually does it. Right, exactly. Like, I don't well, know if it's actually in the vlog where we show my score, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, if it happens to be a second video, just send we'll just, me that we'll one. And, and they'll both be in there. <laughs> and if not, it's still a fun vlog. So they could still check it out. I like it. I mean, Memories. Not that I'm being biased or anything, but <laughs> I like your vlogs. So before we move on, uh, just a quick story. I don't like to send my food back. I don't know why, but growing up, I was always about, I don't want to waste food. I don't you know, want to be you know, the person that throws food away. But in recent past, I've been unhappy with certain things, and I just kind of live with it. I just kind of eat it. And... You know, my friends tell me, I know VJ's told me this before, other people have told me that especially coming from a restaurant standpoint or a service standpoint, if you're paying for food, you should get what you request. You know, it is their job to give you what you ordered and to give it to you in a way where you are going to be happy with it. This last weekend, we ordered popcorn and the popcorn that we received was very cold and it just kind of tasted like it had been sitting there for a while it kind of tasted old for the most part i would have just eaten it but it was at that point where you know like that that butter oil that they put on it for the butter flavor you know how it gets really waxy flavory like that's how it felt and it just wasn't good anymore like it was at that point where it, it was it wasn't stale but it just felt like it had been sitting there for a while time out real quick is this dollar refill or regular no it was we paid the the 450 for the popcorn yeah so we ended up asking the cast member that was behind the popcorn cart hey uh this popcorn tastes cold are you gonna be popping any new popcorn anytime soon and he said um i'm a ways away from popping new one 
you know, and I thought, okay, well, that's that's a weird response. Yeah, that's you know, right. Is this Luis you know, so, again? <laughs> no. So I thought that's kind of a weird response, but I I left it alone, right? So I thought, okay, I'm gonna try to take care of this a, a little differently. So I went over to the section in the middle of the park where the cast members that are dressed in plaid are posting the times for the attractions and everything. The information uh, booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I spoke to one of the cast members there, and I explained the situation. And the cast member there was super nice. She said, you know what? I totally understand. Popcorn is way better when it's fresh. And what they did was uh, we surrendered our popcorn. We threw away the ones that we had, and they gave me a voucher for two brand-new popcorns. She said basically what you said, VJ. She said, look, if you're buying from us, we want you to be happy. You're entitled to get something that you're going to enjoy. And popcorn is one of those things where if it gets too cold, it just doesn't taste good. So hearing that from a cast member was very refreshing. I was very happy with that service. And so if you guys ever run into a situation like that at Disneyland, don't be afraid to ask. You know, I think, like I said, I come from growing up just thinking like i don't want to waste food i don't want to throw it away but if you're at that point where you're paying your money for this product just ask disneyland is very good about making good on the fact that you just gave them your money Mm -hmm. for a product so public service announcement that ever happens to you totally take advantage of that and i don't mean take advantage of it it's like (laughs) eat half the popcorn and then be like this tasted horrible give me new one no it's gotta be like the whole thing (laughs) Right, trade in the whole thing. If you don't like it, it only takes a few bites to know if you're gonna like it or not. So yeah, two bites, two bites, yeah. the rule. <laughs> yeah, like two bites. I, th- that's what we did. Like we ate a few kernels, and we just ate. We just thought, man, this is cold. So PSA: if you don't like it, send it back. They'll give you a brand new one. So there you go. That's my story about my unhappy food experience at Disneyland this weekend. And he actually, go- you got two for one. No, no, we mm-hmm. bought two. Oh, you bought two. I oh, thought you yeah, bought we one. Bought two. And then you, no, she no, gave no. you two. No, no, okay. no. We bought two of them. Oh, okay. We bought two of them, and she gave us two replacements when they popped the brand new popcorn. That's so weird, though, that the original cast member said, oh, well, it's going to be a couple, 10 minutes. Like, yeah. just kind of brushed you off. I don't know if he knew that it was okay to give me new popcorn or for me to wait there. Uh, that's what like, they have training for. I'm pretty sure really? he just didn't want to do it. Mm. Well, whatever it was, we ended up getting new popcorn, so we were happy. That's and, good. Yeah. So I'm glad. There you go. Finally stepping up and saying, oh, "Excuse me, can I?" I know. I just I always feel bad, <laughs> dude. Kids mad. Uh. Uh, I always feel bad, and the kids weren't even there. This was just like me eating popcorn. But here, you know what did it? What really did it? This is the reason why I did it. Okay, if it was just me, I would have probably just been like, "eh, whatever." I'll just eat it like this. But the fact that uh, we had this family visiting, and Lynette's cousin had not had this popcorn since like in over a decade, right? Mm -hmm. And we were talking about it, and all day I was talking about the popcorn and how Disneyland (laughs) popcorn is the greatest, and it was so good, and it's like this, and it's that. And then we ate it, and he was the first one to try it, and he's all like, "This is it." "Uh, It's like. It's like whatever. I was like, what do you mean it's like whatever? And so I tasted oh, mine. I was like, oh, this is nasty. Right? This is cold. Like, this is not Disneyland popcorn. He probably got that bite where you bite into the popcorn and it's stale and it has like that waxy, but it also, it also mm-hmm. makes your teeth like squeak because it's like oh, the popcorn yes. is almost styrofoamy. Yes. You're like, and it's Gross. like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. 
It's really good, Hazen. So, well, that was the thing. I think that's what put me over the edge, and that's why I did it. Because I was like, no, no, you're not going to leave Disneyland with this popcorn experience. So we went, made it good. He was happy. Well, since you were there this weekend, and we talked about the mobile ordering system that me and AJ tried last week, were you able to try it this time with your family from Arizona? Yes. Uh, It was super easy, just like you guys explained it in the vlog. Uh, We were able to place our order for the Red Rose Tavern. It did allow to place multiple orders. We tried to pay separately with different cards. Uh, It was not an option. I think Lynette tried to do that, and she said it was not available, so you had to pay all on one card. I think when we got there, uh, you just kind of check in, and within like five minutes, we had our food. Like, they were traying it up for us. Yeah, it was so fast. Super easy. Yeah, I mean, I totally recommend this service. It really allowed us to not have to concentrate on standing in line and figuring out what we wanted. We placed the entire order while we were in line for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And by the time that we walked over, we did the check-in process. We got our food within five minutes. And while Lynette was picking up the food, we were searching for where to sit. Which is crucial, right? When, right. when you have a party mm-hmm. that large, crucial, especially in that area. The one thing that we weren't able to do that was not super simple was make modifications to an order. I didn't know what I wanted because I really, I'm not a big fan of all the food that's at the Red Rose Tavern. I think the food's just kind of like, it's just okay there. But <gasps> I'm sorry, but that's kind of how I feel. But, that, but what I did want. A chicken sandwich? Okay. Anyway. Uh, what I did want was the Beast Burger. Mm-hmm. When she asked me what I wanted, I said, get me just the regular one-third pound burger or whatever they have, right? It's just like the basic hamburger with the pump frites and stuff. When she tried to check out, she saw that we got our AP discount. It was automatically applied, which was super cool. Uh, and I said, oh, well, can you get me the Beast Burger? But she had submitted the order already when I asked for it. So I was a little late asking for the modification and the app does not allow you to modify the order even though they haven't started making it you had to cancel the entire thing and start from scratch to place the modified order for us the only tweak to the process that i would like to see in the future is the ability to make modifications to an order especially if they haven't started making it yet I think that's really that would be a really good feature. Maybe you want to add or subtract things from like let's say you get a burger, but you want to add cheese. Mm-hmm. Like you would have to cancel the entire thing and I think that kind of sucks. Other than that, it was super simple. I like it if you guys have uh, an annual pass and you guys have the Disneyland app, completely recommend the mobile ordering. I've heard really good things about it too. I had a friend who tried it and she said she got her food really fast. So this is awesome. Yeah, I'm really digging it. And I'm glad that it's coming, that it's available now as we're getting into summer. like the, the season where it's really packed in the parks, mm-hmm. like for summer, mm-hmm. because it's going to be really crucial to get your food quickly when you're out there in the humid, like sticky heat. You hear that, Gavin? Summer's a coming. <laughs> Brace yourself. Brace yourself. <laughs> You're gonna, we're going to be standing in the park with those little fans and the spritzer bottles. Uh, yeah. Until security takes it away because it's a weapon. Oh. Ooh. There's blades on that, sir. It'll, it'll and a motor. It's, uh, you're going to have to bring this back to your car. 
Um, excuse me, the uh, fan blades are made of foam. Thank you very much. What is that, a lightsaber? You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, monorail red, guys. I think... It's finally here. <laughs> Imagineering heard our cries, and they uh, said... Your cries. Your they cries. did. We weren't crying. They did. <laughs> and they said, well, Hazen, let me tell you how we're going to fix all this uh, complaining that you're doing. We're going to slap more stickers on Monorail Red. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They did take my idea, though. It looks like the aliens are riding in the monorail. Totally. That's totally. true. Yeah. It looks good, though. I mean, oh, I didn't go. expect them to change it, right? <laughs> I just thought, if they're listening, please, please, please have them change it. Please, please. <laughs> but they had a plan. Why they delayed it so much is still kind of baffling to me. I mean, it doesn't take that long to put little green men on windows. I mean, they did it for Pizza Port in like a day. Maybe they used all of them at Pizza Port on Pizza Planet. And they were like, oh, dude, these ones were supposed to go on the monorail. And then they had to send it to China. China had to make the vinyl stickers and had to wait for it to come back. I'm just kidding. Dope. (laughs) But the timing of it is crazy, though. I know. Here we are talking about it and then... We see it and we're like, oh, we got pranked because we don't see anything. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks later, what? There was these ideas that came up and all of a sudden, they're on the monorail. So I want to chalk it up to the monorail was <laughs> down. They needed a part or something. That's why Maybe. It's t- it took Refurbishment. so long. That sounds, that sounds reasonable. I think so. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, Monorail Red is back. If you guys didn't get a chance to see it, we posted it on our Instagram account. We had been tagged on somebody's post uh, by uh, at everythingdisney.55. So quick shout out to Sabrina who runs that account. Uh, and listener Desiree had uh, tagged us on it. So we ended up reposting it on our account. I, I, I mean, it's, it's stickers. I'm not going to complain about it. Like I said, I knew they weren't going to change it, but it is what it is. It looks good. It works. It looks it good. It works. You know what? I think it looks fairly natural. I think that's why it doesn't bug me as much as the other ones, because like VJ said, uh, having them ride inside was kind of cool. And I think that's mm-hmm. why it doesn't bug me as much. But the other ones, like the maybe the, the Nemo one seems a little natural, too, because of the coloring. I guess. I don't know. It's a flying turtle. (laughs) It's a flying turtle. We'll see. Uh, Since we're on Pixar Fest news, Edna Mode is coming to DCA, guys. Yay. Yay? Question mark. Yay. Exactly. (laughs) Until we see her (laughs) in person. So, VJ, you kind of summed it up, like kind of how I felt when I saw the picture. I mean, tell us what you felt. I felt like she would scare little kids. She's not tiny. I thought she was going to be a face character. I didn't think yeah. she was going to be fairy godmother from the Asian parks. Like, not as scary as that, no. but... Oh, but... Or Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that'll haunt your dreams right there. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like the Grinch wearing a Whoville mask. I think we lost Hazen. Oh, oh my god! 
god, totally. I think you're right, babe. Yeah. It's a tea. <laughs> right? It looks so scary. Like, oh why my couldn't god. they made her a face character? I want to be able to talk to her. You know? Oh, yeah. Maybe, I was thinking about it. Maybe they thought that the person was just going to say, no capes, no capes all day long. So, I I mean, no. which is cool for me. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, Wow. Oh, <laughs> I'm um, sorry. No, if they have, oh you know, facilier. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> they just showed us a picture of their phone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. He's crying. <laughs> I've never oh seen God. Hazen turn that shade of red before. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> you need to do a side by side, yeah. It's just reminiscent oh, of it. It's not, it doesn't look exactly, but it's just very. Ooh. No, it, it does. I mean, her hair looks like the hood that the Grinch wears. <laughs> oh, dude, that is so much. Oh, that's such a better comparison than what was floating around <laughs> in my head. Oh, and it wasn't until you flashed the phone and showed the comparison. <laughs> Stop showing it to me. They're the same. I'm going to have to pause. No. Oh, jeez. Okay, okay, calm You're going to have to lotion. post that on the... <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. It's definitely going I'm in the blog post. Of episode 206. Oh. <laughs> you okay? Oh, that was good. Oh, I totally didn't see it till you showed me the picture. Oh, my chest hurts, guys. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> okay, I can do this. I'm in control. I can do <laughs> Okay. Shh, shh. Stop. Stop. Hazen's getting hot flashes right now. <laughs> stop. A little bit. Oh, I need a fan, guys. Oh, geez. That's a good comparison. She is kind of scary. Uh, I saw I saw a post on Instagram of her standing next to people that had a chance to go to the media event. Mm-hmm. And she's so tall. And at first I just thought, oh, well, maybe the people taking photos with her are just super short, but they're not. I mean, I, I know a couple of the people that ended up going to that event, and they are about as tall as I am. So when I saw Edna standing right next to them, I just thought, this is not the Edna I want to meet. Right. So uh, hopefully when we meet her in person, it'll be a different experience. You'll just kind of be in the moment and you just kind of feel like okay well cool i'm meeting edna mode right but mm-hmm. oh super scary <laughs> did you see the photo of it again i just sorry and we lost him stop okay 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 i'm back <laughs> okay oh geez Whew. all right i'm back um, what else did we? What else were we gonna talk about? I'm like so lost right now, guys. <laughs> like you said, Hazen, she's too big, and 
what I heard from cast members when they were talking about the Incredicoaster, <laughs> saying how we pass by her because she's uh, babysitting Jack Jack and she's doing mm-hmm. a horrible job. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's trying to chase her or chase him. Um, she's watching him because she's not tall enough to go on the attraction. But this end of mode could go on because <laughs> she's so tall. She, she's not tall enough. Well, that's that was a story, and I love oh, that. Oh, that's but, a good idea. Like you said, she's just so tall, and you're like, um, "What are you doing? Why are you? How'd you grow so much?" Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of potential if there was a face character. Yeah. I mean, look at Facilier. Facilier is amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. But then I'm also thinking, would she come across like Mrs. Swan from Mad TV if she was a face character? No. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, because she so. has the same haircut, right? I think it's she... the attitude, though, because... Oh, my gosh. It would be hilarious if it was a face character because she could go after people who had capes and literally, like, target them. I would like to see that. But would that be, like, in her character? Like, I feel that... Edna is one of those characters that's just so, um, like, she's so poised and so in control that, you know, I don't think she'd be, at, like, she wouldn't be Cruella, right? Like, Cruella oh, no. is she'd one of those characters that it. will chase people and be like, oh, there's a rodent problem at Disneyland. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. No, um, I think, oh, I'm trying, I think I said it wrong, but no, I meant, like, Let's say if they came up to her or something or whatever, let's backtrack what I just said. So, you know how she's so honest and she'll tell you, you know, if you're, if you look like a hobo in that hobo suit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. That that kind of thing. I That'd think that would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's her. She's but blood. Would you, would you prefer to see something like that with her walking around the park, let's say like Cruella does? Or would you want it to be in a meet and greet situation like when you meet T'Challa. Meet and greet. What about you guys? Because she can read you. <laughs> That'd be a cool meet and greet, I think. I think both would be cool, yeah. Oh my gosh, you're going to die when you see what VJ is working on right now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, qu- quick question. Where Please is she send meeting? it after. <laughs> Please send it after. My chest hurts from laughing. <laughs> Where is Edna Mode meeting? Like, do assume, we know the I would location? That, like right next to Incredicoaster, or where? Wait, the Incredibles meet in front of uh, Ariel's ride, right? In front of where you watch World of Color. Are they still doing a character? Oh, you know what? She's probably gonna be. Never mind. She's probably gonna be meeting at Paradise Garden, Garden Grill? Grill in that area. But the with other all the characters, characters meet there too. Well, I mean, she is part of mm. Pixar, right? So she's gonna trade out with Mike and Sully. Nah. Do you th- maybe she'll come she, out she's... with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible? They wouldn't do all three, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, that's the only place I could think of. Unless it's going to be in front of the Incredicoaster, which I don't think Yeah, there's it like not a lot of space. But wait, when is she coming out? Let's see. Uh, I thought that in the Disney Parks vlog, they said the date that she was going to start appearing. So they're starting off with Edna at... Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom, and the day that Incredibles 2 releases, she's appearing at California Adventure. Oh, okay. So Edna's going to appear on both coasts. That'll be cool. Coast to coast. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they end up posting her, uh, because it looks like it will be a full-blown meet and greet. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I Just seeing Edna as tall as me... 
is going to be a, a, a bit of a shock. But yeah. are you gonna try to meet her though? I went. I, I will. You're gonna yeah. be a little yeah. distant first and see how she is. Well, I mean, if I stand far enough, I think she'll be short enough that I can. We could do one of those perspective pictures, right? <laughs> Where I'll be like standing right next to her, and she'll be shorter than me. But then when I meet her, I'll just have to jump, and you take the picture really fast, just so that it looks like I'm taller. <laughs> I know the funniest part about what I just said is that I said I would jump. I know. <laughs> so i mean if you guys have seen the photos of edna mode coming to california adventure this summer uh let us know what your thoughts were because it looks strange to say the least but it's cool to have a new character and it's cool to have edna the fact that the mouth doesn't look like it's going to move on the character is a little disappointing because, I mean, there's a sassiness to Edna Mode that I think is part of her charm, right? Right. And without mm-hmm. her being to express that, it's a little hard to swallow that you're meeting Edna. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I guess we'll revisit this conversation once she finally appears in the park. The last thing we wanted to quickly mention is the fact that tickets to Mickey's Halloween party, Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party at Walt Disney World, and Very Merry Christmas are going to be going on sale very, very soon. We're going to have the information in the blog post for the episode, so pocketeers.com slash 206. Are you guys planning on going to any of the parties this year? I want to. I want to go to Mickey's Halloween party here at Disneyland. And then maybe if, depending on when we're going to go in November in Disney World, maybe we could catch the last one, the last Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom. Good job. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> last year, weren't you guys able to do um, Not-So-Scary and then do Very Merry because you guys were there on overlapping dates? We were there on overlapping dates, but we didn't do Very Merry. Oh, last- okay. Yeah. Got it. We got only it. did Not So Scary. Gotcha. On gotcha. November 1st. <laughs> okay. Well, there is one difference uh, in the ticket pricing that happened this year, and that is, well, there's a couple differences. Uh, one is that the pass holder price is $95, but it's only $95 for three dates that are starting in September. After that, it goes up to $115 if you want to go on a Friday or any day after October 2nd. And if you don't have the discount or as you get closer to Halloween night starting October 19th, the ticket price goes up to $130 for the event. Uh, Do you think that we're seeing Disney start pushing prices the same way that they're trying to do for this Incredibles event at Pixar Pier and they're trying to gauge what people will pay kind of what we talked about before or is this just something that's coming with the time you know all prices for everything are changing and it's just you know you're getting what you get for that price I want to say that times are changing and just the prices are just going up I mean to think about it they've added a lot within the last few years I think it's just to cover everything Mm -hmm. Um, I remember having to pay way less than that, but it didn't have so much entertainment or, you know, things to do. I just, that's what I think it is. Mm. I don't think it's to see how high those of us would pay. It's kind of weird because it's not really a crowded event. So I don't think that would be a factor. Yeah. 
I'm glad you mentioned uh, what they've added because you guys started going to Mickey's uh, Halloween party like when it kind of first started here, right? I did in DCA. What was the primary difference? I mean, they had the candy collecting, but they didn't have the parade and all that stuff, right? Nothing. And there was no world of color. There was no, they didn't have anything much. There was just, I want to say, a few meet and greets mm-hmm. to see the characters. But that was by, um, I want to say Bugsland is oh, where they okay. had it. Hmm. And that's all I remember. And that was it. So there's no fireworks show. There's no world nope. of color. What kind of candy were they giving away? Gold candy same bars. Same, same candy? <laughs> Same candy. Well, at least, yeah. I mean, they have good... I I really enjoy the candy that they give out yeah. mm-hmm. during um, yeah. the trick-or-treat trails. Was there... Yeah. So besides, there were no villains either? Like, who were the characters no, there were. that you could meet? Uh, I remember meeting Corella. Um, I saw the evil stepmother. Um, gosh, I don't remember as many. But also, you didn't have the luxury of going to disneyland before that was different too you only went straight to dca so how much was this ticket this sounds like it should have been 30 dollars because there's not a lot of going on i want to say it was 50 i mean it looks like prices just keep going up and i mean if they're gonna add more stuff to it like mm-hmm. like the parade last year how we have the headless horseman and dca yeah. they i mean it's, it's not part of the party but there were so many decorations at DCA and you could visit that mm-hmm. first before going to the party. So maybe that ties in. But but if they're offering a little bit more, I wouldn't mind. I don't mind paying the upgrade. But like Melissa said earlier, too, I mean, prices are just go up for everything. Gas prices go up. Disney prices go up. Oh, gosh, you know I mean? yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that was a correlation that I was going to make. That it just seems like ticket prices are directly related to the price of everything going up right right so it it does make sense it's not a huge jump i would like to personally see like meet and greets with like the hitchhiking ghosts just because i think it would be cool to get that picture in new orleans square Mm -hmm. but that's just me right i'm a huge mansion fan or like the cadaver dance we need oogie that's what we need that'd be really cool just right now oogie's exclusive to uh walt Walt Disney. Walt disney world yes and they have the Sanderson sisters. Come on. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah, show that show is amazing, by the way. It's you guys so have that good. in the vlog too, right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to oh, post wait. that too. We haven't posted it yet. Wait, we will. We will have it in a vlog. <laughs> it's, oh, okay. it's just it's um, part of our lost vlogs. It's backed up a little bit. <laughs> but I actually have been, I have been working on it though. We'll have it soon. It's only been a oh, year, okay. but you know. <laughs> it's uh, okay. I have stuff I recorded it. four years ago. Talk about lost. <laughs> Okay, so when that vlog is ready, we'll post it up in a blog post. Uh, and for whatever episode, we end up talking about it in again. Hopefully but, it's soon. Yeah. By the time the next one comes up, <laughs> it'll be fine. It, it works out. Oh, I don't want to see it. Oh, I just saw the mess. I don't want to see it yet. I already know that I'm going to start laughing uncontrollably. Oh, I saw you madly working on your phone. Good job. I saw you madly wow. working on your phone, so I don't want to watch it yet. I'll, I'll see it after. I'll see it after. Um, <laughs> I saw Melissa's face as she saw it. 
Oh, I can see. Okay. I already know it. It's gonna you be. You should just uh, look. No, it's not so yet. Good. Not yet. I want to be in control. It's so good. Because <laughs> then my chest is gonna hurt more. Uh, so yeah, one fifteen. It looks like it's gonna be the standard price if you don't get one of the first three nights, and it will be up to a hundred and thirty dollars. I could tell you that this last time that we went, we came out with just about a hundred dollars worth of candy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, whether or not you're going to go out and buy $100 worth of candy, at least go to Disneyland and enjoy the parade and all the other cool stuff that comes along with it. The evening runs from just about 6 p.m. through closing. So about 11 or midnight, depending on the day that you go. But it's a fun experience. Like, my kids mm-hmm. loved it. I don't know if we're all going to go this year. But uh, I know we had a lot of fun last year. And if you get a chance to at least do it once, I would recommend it. Uh, I know that we posted the Frightfully Fun Parade on the Pocketeers YouTube channel. And if you haven't had a chance to see it, uh, it looks like last year was the first time that they did it, you know, in in that entirety. And then uh, hopefully this year they end up adding more. But I'll post that in the blog post for the episode. And if you guys like it, again, totally recommend getting tickets. We'll include the link to Disneyland's website where you can get the ticket information if you're interested. And don't be afraid if you're going to go solo because I'm going solo. As not as just, solo. Just do it. Just solo. Just go. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Not as solo. But yeah. Party of one. <laughs> like, like the a cup. red cup or a blue cup. <laughs> I know. I know. Lame joke. I know. Dad joke. God. Dad joke alert. <laughs> All right, so I do want to talk about this Beauty and the Beast at the Hollywood Bowl thing. As you guys know, Beauty and the Beast is very near and dear to my heart. And whenever they do these types of events, uh, I always wish that I can go. I haven't had a chance to go to many of them. AJ had a chance to go this weekend, but one of our fairy godparents, Albert, had a chance to head out. And he sent us a quick recap of the show. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you guys right now. Hey, guys, this is Albert proud FGP squad member and I had the distinct pleasure of being able to see the live Beauty and the Beast at the Hollywood Bowl the other night. I went on Friday night which was the first night and the night started off uh, with American Idol winner Maddie Poppy singing her favorite Disney song. She performed it on the American Idol Disney night also uh, and the song was Bare Necessities. Uh, That was really great. Following that Dee Capella came out and sang some songs. Now, Decapella is the official Disney acapella group. They're put together by one of the guys that worked on Pitch Perfect, and he put together this seven-part group with, uh, you know, various ranges and vocal styles. First, they sang The World Es Mi Familia, and then they followed that one by Never Had a Friend Like Me and How Far I'll Go by Moana. Then they did a short medley of A Whole New World and Part of Your World, Um, followed that by I Want to Be Like You. And then it was really amazing. They did the theme song to The Incredibles uh, called Glory Days. Um, And they finished out their short set with the Fall Out Boy song from uh, Big Hero 6, Immortals. And that was absolutely amazing. Um, If you guys get a chance, check them out on YouTube. It's really great. And then before the show started again, uh, they had Emily Bear. She's a pianist. And she sang, or she didn't sing, but she played on the piano, the Disney classic, Bumble Boogie. Uh, Once the show finally started, the production did something really amazing. 
they projected a screen on the Hollywood Bowl itself. So the Hollywood Bowl was also uh, part of the scenery of the movie. And it began with an art deco facade uh, that quickly transformed into the little town that Bell strolls through uh, during the first song, Bell. Uh, and then later on in the movie, it would transform into the, you know, the Beast Castle or the fireplace. And uh, later on, when they're using the magic mirror, the entire Hollywood Bowl lit up with this look like green magical power with electricity running through it. And it was absolutely amazing. The stars of the show were really good, but they weren't the highlights of the show. Um, Zoe Deschanel was, she did a good job as Belle, although she did kind of mess up and forgot some of the lines in the scene where Gaston proposes to her. And then I felt like there were some songs that were, I felt were the highlight of the show, but then they were quickly replaced by another song as being the highlight of the show. The first song that absolutely killed was Be Our Guest, uh, sung by, uh, Kelsey Grammer and um Jane Krakowski and they were amazing and they acts they absolutely killed and then after the intermission uh, intermission they came out and they actually did something a little bit different they brought out uh Marissa Jarrett Winokur she was a Broadway singer and actress she, from Hairspray and she sang a song uh that was cut from the movie uh when all the uh like she sang the wardrobe, the perspective of the wardrobe, um, but the song was about becoming alive again. Uh, and then after that, Anthony Evans came out singing as the Beast. He was absolutely amazing, and everyone just loved it. Everyone went crazy. Uh, at the end of the show, after it was all over, Alan Menken came out and he played a couple songs, uh, and he dedicated it to Howard Ashman, his writing partner. Overall, it was just an amazing experience, and I highly recommend it. If anyone gets a chance to do one of these shows again, absolutely, you should do it. It's worth the money, uh, especially now that they're, I feel like they're upping the game and uh, adding to it and making it more amazing. So the next time this happens, I'm definitely going to be there. Hopefully, you will be too. So I want to quickly thank our fairy godparent, Albert, for sending that quick recap of the show at the Hollywood Bowl. Again, if you guys have an opportunity to head out to any of these events or a special event at the parks, just record a quick memo using the voice recorder app on your cell phone and then email it to comments at podcateers.com for a chance to be featured on an upcoming episode. Uh, AJ. I want to hear your thoughts on this yeah. show because um, I, I do have a couple of questions about one of the performers that evening. But before we get okay. into it, you guys heard Albert's thoughts. Now I want to hear your thoughts on it. So first of all, I thought Albert did a really great job in explaining the show and doing his recap. Um, so it's going to be a tough act to follow here. <laughs> uh, so I went on Saturday night and it was so much fun. I will say... We did miss the first like 20 minutes. Oh. So oh. when D Capella was performing, like we could hear him. The rest of our group was, it was girls night. So the rest of our group, they were already sitting down and we were already comfy, but we were like, let's get popcorn. It took 50 minutes to get popcorn. Five so we zero? Were, yes. 
Whoa. So we were waiting in this line for popcorn and we can hear everyone starting to clap and I was like, no, it's starting. And then what do you know? We finally get up to the front to get popcorn no. and they ran out. Oh, no. And they were like, it's going to be another 10 to 15 minutes. But we do have this small popcorn and this little girl behind us was fully decked out in her in her yellow bell dress and she was there for popcorn too. So my cousin, she bought the small one and gave it to the little girl. And we were Aww. like so Aww. fed up after that. We're just like, let's just go back to our seats because so we went back with no popcorn. Anyway, that's just a long way of saying we missed the first like 20 or 30 minutes. Um, so I was a little sad about that. So we could hear everyone cheering and stuff. But the rest that we saw was really awesome and we had great seats. I thought... The best performance was Anthony Evans' Beast when he sang Evermore. It was amazing. I wasn't even filming. I was just trying to be in the moment, like Hazen mentioned earlier. It's so easy to just get so caught up in social media and, and mm-hmm. filming. And, you know, VJ and I, we vlog everything. And so I didn't film it, but I was able to enjoy it. And it was the best. Gave me chills. So good. I mean, I think everyone did a really great job. The only one that I was kind of like iffy because I felt like she went flat a couple of times was Zoe as Belle. And I love Tay Diggs. He was guest on. Perfect. And mm-hmm. Rebel Wilson was LeFou. It was so hilarious. She wore this like LeFou brunette wig. It was so funny. That's funny. <laughs> and, you know, it's Rebel Wilson. Of course, she's going to add her own funniness to the character and let's see jane krakowski was mrs potts i really loved her as mrs potts super sweet very believable and i loved her white dress that she was wearing (laughs) side note kelsey Grammer as lumiere actually really worked i really enjoyed it and it was just so good i wish bj was there yeah me too i wish i was there too (laughs) oh me three i wish i was there too (laughs) (laughs) hollywood bowl events are just so much fun it's an open air theater and if you've never been you got to go to one at least once in your life it's an experience so yeah i remember my brother had told me that when he went to the little mermaid one he told me you know the next one that they do you have to try to make it out because like you said, it's just one of those amazing experiences, right? And the acoustics in that venue are so good for this type of event <gasps> that it, it's just made for it, right? I forgot. And Alan Menken performed. Like Albert said, at the end, Alan Menken performed, and it was the best thing ever. It's such a pleasure always to see him, and it was just so good. I wasn't expecting that, so I was very pleasantly surprised that he came out and did a couple of songs. What did he end up That's singing? That's awesome. <laughs> He sang, I think, is it Evermore and Be Our Guest? Um, Beauty and the Beast, I think. Did he go through the entire song or did he do it like he did at D23 where he'd kind of play a little bit and talk about it, play a little bit, talk about it? Yeah, it was a little reminiscent of that. Okay. So I like that performance. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I like that. And just hearing him talk, just Disney legend, Mm -hmm. right before... Because I didn't know that they were going to bring him out. And before he came out, there was this announcer and she started talking. I was like, oh, it's Alan Menken. And I already started like clapping before they even actually said his name. And I'm pretty sure the people next to me were like, 
what is she doing? I don't think they even knew who it was. I'm like, oh yes, Dallin Mankin, Dallin Mankin. Cause she started saying things like he did Hercules and Little Mermaid and la la la. And I was like, yes, it's coming. He's coming. That's <laughs> so awesome. Really good. Yeah. I can imagine the energy of anybody that was like you that knew, like mm-hmm. that felt from the description that he was on his way out. Ugh, the tingly feelings, the feels. The feels. So I'm glad you mentioned what you said about Zoe Deschanel, because that was actually going to be my question to you. Zoe Deschanel, to me, uh, has a very distinct voice. I like what she does with she and him. I think she has a very classic voice, like old timey. You know, there there's a sense to it, like from the 40s era, like the 30s, maybe. Yeah. And. But when she speaks, she has this crazy Valley Girl accent. And so in there are times where she does projects like this where that comes through. And when Emma Watson uh, was announced as Belle for the live action Beauty and the Beast, I was a little concerned because I knew that Emma Watson didn't have any Broadway training or she wasn't like a, classically, uh, a classically trained uh, voice artist, right? And when I finally heard the singing... Uh, Yes, I know that they did the auto-tune and all that stuff. I mean, it happens for any artist these days um, for these types of films and stuff that aren't classically trained for singing. But Paige O'Hara does such an amazing job with Belle, who is classically trained. It was a bit of a suspension for me to hear Emma Watson singing that because it was so iconic hearing the original version of it. Did you feel that it took you a while to get used to hearing Zoe Deschanel and like the like the way that she inflects certain things while singing? I think so. I think I was expecting more emotion, if that makes sense. Like yeah. Zoe, she's I think the way she shows her emotions is different than other people. That makes sense. I feel like yeah. sometimes she's very like dry and like she doesn't really move her lips when she talks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted more emotion from her. Yeah. So I've yeah, it did like, take on me. A new girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen a couple of episodes and I couldn't really get into it. Honestly. Yeah, I feel like that would be my biggest issue. Like she doesn't emote well enough, and I. I didn't see the performance and I know exactly how you feel about it <laughs> because just knowing her performance style, I don't know if that was the best choice for Belle. Yeah. Who would you have picked? Um, you know, that's a great question. I don't There's... know who would have sang it well enough. Demi Lovato. <laughs> it would have been a step up, I think. <laughs> oh, shade. I, I don't know. That's you know. I'd have to think about it. That's a good yeah. question. I think on I mean, the spot, I can't answer it. She did a a good enough job. It just it wasn't fully there for me. Fair enough. Fair I don't enough. know. But Anthony Evans, yes, as Beast, so <laughs> yeah. good. Oh. Would you say that that was like the performance of the evening for you? Because Albert said, "Be our guest." I think was the one that kind of lit it up for for the group that you know, he was watching with, Mm -hmm. would you say that one was the best one for the evening? I think so. I think it's the one that had the most applause too. Oh, okay. Because he hit a note and he kept singing. It was just, oh. Did you cry? I didn't cry, no. But I got the chills. Chills is good. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because of the weather. 
<laughs> no, that wasn't. <laughs> I think anytime an artist can make you feel like that, you know, you know that they're singing from a place where they right. themselves are feeling it, right? And yep, that's half the battle to that. Especially when they connect to the song, definitely. Yeah, sweet. Mm-hmm. So, and then at one point, he was like, or at the end of Evermore, he put his arm up like, mm, it's like strong, like, I don't know how to, how would you describe this? <laughs> That's perfect. You had flexing? your fist in the air. Yeah, like he put his arms up, he, he, or his arm up, and he just hit that last note, and he just stood there, and he just looked so proud, like he hit all the notes, and then he put it down, he like was very humble, and he walked away, and he did a little, hi, like wave, <laughs> like, like, a, like a thank you wave. It was like, oh, so cute. <laughs> That's cool. He's like, I know I did good, but thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Did they mention if any of the cast of the live action or any of the original Disney version were there? Like uh, voice actors and stuff? Yeah, like the original cast members. Because I think when they did the Ariel one, some of the original voice actors from the animated version were at those shows. I remember Samuel uh, Wright was there. Yeah. That I know of, there weren't any of the actors. But at the end, when Alan Menken was doing his thing, he said to the orchestra, the live orchestra that was there, for anyone who actually worked on the movie to stand up. And there was quite a few of them. Oh, okay. So that was really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, would you, I know Albert totally recommended going to something like this. Where do you stand on it? Oh, yeah. It It was a lot of fun. I mean, just a bunch of Disney fans. And seeing it, and it's, it had been a while since I had seen Beauty and the Beast all in one sitting. <laughs> I would say I was like, "Oh, I don't remember that part." So it was good to catch up with that movie, and I'm sure they're gonna do another one. My guess is Aladdin, and Ooh. we gotta go. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. I wonder if we can do like a group that, one. Can we get a that group would be fun. Do a Podcasters <laughs> Day at the Bowl. Yeah, because oh. this is the second year they did Little yeah. Mermaid last year. And then Beauty and the Beast this year. So Aladdin would be the next one in the Disney Renaissance. Just saying. Or Lion King. Oh. Mm. Well, since, well, I guess Aladdin and Lion King are both on (laughs) Broadway. That's true, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. But but the Lion King has been around longer on Broadway. Yeah. I mean, Mm. Ariel, I mean, Little Mermaid was out on Broadway, too, so. Not as long though as the Lion King. I wouldn't hopefully, mind. Hopefully, Aladdin. it would be Aladdin. That'd be dope. Yeah. Aladdin, Aladdin would be fun. Yeah. All right. Does if that it mean happens, Leia Salong's gonna be there. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Disney Ooh. legend well, Leia Salong wasn't there, so. But, she, oh. but what's her? Um, Jody Benson was at the uh, Little Mermaid one. So yeah. mm-hmm. maybe if she's available. Oh, did you leave before she came on stage like my brother did? <laughs> oh, I remember hearing that. Poor thing. No, I don't, I don't think so. I told, so. I told her. I texted her. I'm like, stay till the very end. There yes. might be an mm-hmm. Easter egg. There's but a spoiler. Like Marvel, stay till the end. We did have to leave, though, because we had to be at our bus within 25 minutes after the show ended. Oh. But technically, it doesn't end until. <laughs> okay, you tell that to the bus driver. <laughs> when we're stranded in Hollywood, it's fine. Don't. <laughs> That's what Uber's for. 
Well, I think some of us have cars large enough that will be able to carry all of us where we can just park at the Hollywood Bowl. And then we can all just carpool. I think we'll be fine. I mean, some people might have to sit on each other's laps, but I think everybody's fine with each other. So we'll be cool. Yeah. I'll roll in the trunk. It's all good. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, we're going to have Gavin and Charlie out here to try to squeeze into the car, too. So we'll figure it out. We'll be fine. You know who usually plays at the bowl? Huh? John Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does a Star Wars yes. night a lot, right? He does that. Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones. But, of course, Star Wars is the last thing, and it looks amazing. Didn't he do a Harry a Potter one. night, too? I believe so. That's awesome. I believe they did. At Hollywood Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Um, I had another question for AJ, and Albert mentioned it. Um, the projections they have on the stage and everything, like, were there lasers? Were there, besides the projections, what was, like, the coolest effect that you saw? Did it enhance or did it take away from the performances? No, I thought it enhanced it. It made you more inside the story, I felt like. Immersed. Immersed, yes. There you go. <laughs> yes, you were immersed in the story. And I really liked when, I think it was, they were showing Belle's house, and like in the movie, and then the projections were showing, you know when you see the grass like swaying in the wind and the little... Mm-hmm. What are those dandy Ooh. like the dandelions? Yeah. Those were mm-hmm. like swinging in the wind. That was really pretty. And then when they were in Gaston's, they put projections of the an animal. Yeah, the decorations or animal like that's on, cool on top. Yeah, the oh. antlers. Oh, that was cool. cool. I think I have a picture of a video of that. Do you think that part of the reason you felt immersed was because of where you were sitting? Like, do you think that if you were farther off on the sides or in the back, you would have felt the same? I don't know. Yeah, I I would think I would have felt less connected if I was farther away. Because oh, we okay. were pretty close to the big screens, and I think we had good seats. And I saw some people had seats way back there, and they had to, like, make a hike to get up to their seats. So mm. we were really lucky with ours. Yeah, I want to see one of those shows so badly. Like, I keep hearing you guys talk about it, and I just think, okay... We got to do this. We got to do this. And then something always comes up. But next year, we're hoping for Aladdin, right? Aladdin? Crossing mm-hmm. our fingers? Yep. So if Aladdin happens, Podcateer's night out at the bowl. Yeah. And if it happens, any listeners that want to join us will be happy to hang out with you guys at the Hollywood Bowl that evening. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we won't even worry the... about popcorn. We'll, <laughs> just, we'll just go to without popcorn. <laughs> I wonder how fast those tickets sell out. That's a good question. I wonder if it's something like what the Pantages does, where if you're on a list, they give you a first shot at the tickets, and then whatever oh. doesn't sell, they distribute to the mass audiences. Maybe. Mm. Well, a good question. We should, uh, <laughs> one of us should definitely get on that list then. Yeah. Start investigating now <laughs> so that we have the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well... Uh, looking forward to whichever one comes next. If you guys have a chance, again, like we talked about earlier, if you guys have a chance to attend any of these special events, whether it's outside the park or in the parks, and you guys want to tell us about it, just record a quick voice memo on your phone. Again, just email it to comments at podcateers.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. 
All right, guys. I think that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Any final thoughts or any comments on anything that we talked about or anything you wanted to bring up before we close up? You guys made me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. it's time for food. It's time for food. All right, guys, before we close up, I just want to remind you that Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents, but they like to call themselves the FGP squad. And do you guys hear that? We just gained a brand new fairy godparent. So thank you very much to Latasha for signing up through our link on Patreon. If you guys want more information, you guys can do the same by going to podcateers.com slash FGP. And if you sign up for a contribution of at least $5 a month, you also get the exclusive fairy godparent button as a thank you for your support. Uh, we're working on doing more exclusive content for our fairy godparents. Occasionally, we'll post extra content from episodes that are just too long. We'll post some extra stuff for our fairy godparents. We'll also do special episodes like our talk on Black Panther, a uh, couple of things that we did for the holidays, and more stuff like that is coming for our fairy godparents. So to everyone that's already signed up, and if you're thinking about it, now's the time to make the leap. We just want to say Yay. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome to the FGP family. <laughs> Another great way to help us out is if you shop on Amazon. When you place your next order, if you start that journey by going to podcateers.com slash Amazon, you'll see a large Amazon button that's really just way too big for that page. And we did that so that you couldn't miss it. Like you can't go to the page and be like, where's the Amazon button? So you click on it, you go to Amazon using our special link, and we get a small commission from Amazon as a thank you when you make that next purchase because you went through our special link. And to every one of you that is currently doing that, thank you for taking the extra few seconds to go through our link and click through. It definitely helps us out at the end of the month. So again, thank you guys for your support. If you guys are trying to find any of us online the best way to find all of our social links is to go to podcateers.com slash team there you will find links to all of our personal social links including our favorite disney characters head on over there and see if any of us match up to any of your favorite disney characters and leave us a comment on instagram twitter or facebook just like i mentioned earlier if you guys are not subscribed to the youtube channels youtube.com slash podcateers and youtube.com slash disney for two uh, once you hit that subscribe button, make sure that you ring that little bell icon for notifications whenever new videos are posted because that's just the way YouTube likes to handle stuff. Hey, YouTube, I'm subscribed to these channels. Will you tell me when things get posted? Nope, but I'll tell you if you ring this bell. So that's what you should do. You should ring the little bell icon. So that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. I'm excited for Gavin coming out, guys. I know Me he's too. not here right now, but I'm so happy that he's finally moving out here. It's happening. <laughs> we miss you, buddy. He's going to be my neighbor. Yay. Uh, something like that. Yeah, he's going to be <laughs> very close. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to have to go get Joe's Italian ice cream shaved ice thingy with the stuff on top, with the toppings and junk. Not really junk, but stuff. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. It's you good stuff. About. It's good stuff. And then get some mango sticky rice after that. Yes! Oh my god, yes! 
Yeah, I'm just going to order my own, though. AJ, you won't have to share this one. Starving. (laughs) I'll just get my own. So, until next week, here is two beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye for now. (laughs)